Campus. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Episode 83. Wow. Right around the time the AIDS epidemic was going on. Oh, was that 83 <laughs> that that busted uh, out? I think so. It was definitely early 80s. Yeah. That's when I kind of remember hearing about it for the first time. When I was a kid, when it was all, I saw AIDS everywhere. I was just a kid. I thought they meant like hearing AIDS were a problem. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, can you, what a dream that would have yeah, been. Yeah, it was a little bit worse <laughs> than that. Uh, first reported case a is 1981. A first reported case? Yeah, so two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, listen, listeners, we have a really special guest. We have uh, our COVID-19 uh, whistleblower, Justice Lobb, <laughs> on, the, on the call. Justice, uh, how you doing? You know, you actually kind of were, in some respects, a whistleblower to us because we were all just kind of going about our lives in the group chat. And I think you, in like... COVID-19 was kind of playing out in the background as like this sort of problem that China was dealing with. It was like that, the every four year virus that you kind of hear mm. about in Asia. And you were the first one to kind of start sending videos that was like, guys, oh, like, yeah, right. this is bad over there. They're not releasing all the information. And like, this is going to be a problem. So keep your location yeah, secret you. while you're on air now. <laughs> yeah, this, you might, yeah, we're going to have to, in your secret bunker right now. So anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it would be very hard for someone to find me right now, but I was early, and thanks for recognizing that. There's a lot of people that don't remember, you know, but I I did notice that this was going to be a problem when I was looking at these videos of these different people in China talking about this, risking their lives. And then when I learned that 2 million people had left Wuhan, traveled by airplane all over the world, in January, yeah, I was like, "Huh." Yeah, that's the that's problem. Probably a bad thing. No, yeah, that's major, yeah. huh? Yeah, it is major, huh? But but uh, kudos for doing that because usually most when mo- you, so many things are going on in other countries that never happen here, and it's so easy to just be like, "Oh, it just usually stays over there." Mm-hmm. Ah, it's just over there. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's it's always that's the it's attitude. Just that's over there. Over there. <laughs> yeah, it's just over there. No, I forget and, about it. Yeah, and then you know, I have, now it's over here. But yeah. when, when you were, I think you sent a video of them like spraying down the street, or, or it was like a testimonial that this guy was like, "I can't, t- like, we're being completely censored by the Chinese government. Like, mm. nobody can leave their house. Hospitals are backed up. People are dying. Whatever you're reading on the news is false." And I was like, "Rut row." Yeah, we might have a problem here. Right, yeah. right. It was a major. Totally it was problem. a major. And all all the, all, yeah, no, it was right around Christmas. Well, yeah, uh-huh. and it's like the the shit. I'll tell you guys. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's just I have another prediction, and I think one of the major problems we're seeing right now is that we have this democracy with uh, too many people wanting independent freedoms. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you look at a country like Hungary, um, some human rights advocates have been having some problems with their taking away of people's personal freedoms. But the government recently said, hey, we're going to kind of make this little mini dictatorship. And I think that's smart. You look at them, you look at Russia, you look at China. It's like, you know, maybe you don't get to watch all the porn and have all the freedom you want on the <laughs> Internet without a VPN. Mm-hmm. But... I think dictatorships work well to fight uh, viruses. Well, it, yeah. it's, it's kind of like this is what we're doing right now, and you need to obey this. It's, it's like sometimes there's a place for like an iron fist. Mm-hmm. 
Like in, yeah, in, exactly. in in India, have you noticed that when people are outside, there's just like a crew of guys that are out whipping people with, <laughs> with sticks. <laughs> I, I wonder, That'll do it. By the way, if that ever happens over here, how do I get on that? on that team just to be a stick whipper. I'm sure they're hiring. <laughs> like, is, that, is that like an Amazon job? You just you you, volunteer. You hire online. Like what would your, what would you need to show for your like credentials? Like, uh, like uh, fraternity tapes. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, you play baseball or uh, baseball. Yeah. T- tennis, yeah. racquetball, history of uh, domestic no, abuse. Uh, but also know, s- uh, go ahead. Justice. Yeah. Sorry, the phone's hard, you know, for grooving, but um, I'll, I'll tell you guys, you know, I, I think that the problem is all the intelligent people have stayed home, and then there's all these dummies that are out socializing, and it doesn't work. This whole quarantine thing won't work if only 80% of us stay home, mm-hmm. you know? Then you've got this whole other group of idiots out in the world uh, spreading the virus, and that's not good energy. That's, uh, you know, that's dumb energy. A lot of spring breakers are coming and back with, with coronavirus now. Oh, yeah. No, like oh, that yeah. dude that's like, if I get corona, I get corona. <laughs> no, did he get it? It's not going to stop me from having a, uh, from partying. <laughs> five, I think five Wisconsin <laughs> Madison students have it coming back from spring break. And that's just who's getting tested. And then they're, yeah. of course, going to spread it and give it. I mean, right. it's, it's, we're kind of, I think Trump, well, I mean, this isn't new news, but Trump seemed to finally get it the fact that he wanted a church is packed by easter and now we're on we're on on shutdown until at least april 30th Mm -hmm. he saw he saw those numbers and and uh i love the way he tells the story like about growing up in queens and that he saw pictures of a body bags outside elmhurst hospital and and that was his like aha moment that really like got his he was he was born in queens (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love that he makes it out like he was born like grew up on the mean streets of like I'm Jamaica. But yeah, that's the thing is he he's reading it as if his life has been this Dickensian like story. Like he grew yeah, up dude. in you know, he was he was raised in an alley and like yeah, it's just so funny. But also so his response in like January and February was not what you would want the response to be in that like it's we're gonna crush it, it's it's under control, it's gonna just disappear. Yeah. Like that response his tact was bad. But the his heart was kind of in the right place because if he was like everybody needs to stay at home and there's only like two no. cases in the U.S., people would be like, "What?" It's like the, it's like the New Orleans mayor looking back on if she should have canceled Mardi Gras. It's like that's the thing. It's like, it's like you like, yell oh, yeah. you yell shark on the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like right. you kind of. It's one of those situations like you kind of need to see the numbers before yeah, you can be no. like, because like uh, the Donald yeah. says, like it is an invisible enemy. Like you kind of need it. I think we we're right in the right spot of we're right on time with time. Sure. It could have been sooner, but like Trump doesn't have a crystal ball. No, that's the thing. But he should have just said like, we're monitoring it. Yeah. But like, keep living your life. We're like, we're monitoring. Cause he can't be like, stay. That's why in those, in, why in like disaster movies, they're, they're always like, no, we can't tell them because it's going to cause mm-hmm. a panic. That's what fucking he was dealing with. And if you notice, and I prop shout out to Garcetti, his bedside manner has been the best. Is it's it's a, you can't just shut everything down and have tanks in the street. Right. You got to yeah. slowly build up to that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is which is because we're not we're not China we're not South Korea. I mean, yeah. we just aren't. No, China can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. thing. India can be that's out and just whipping saying, people. Guys, with that's it. the problem. We need to have the tanks in the streets for all the stupid people that aren't listening. 
If the if the if the hospitals get overwhelmed, it, they it probably will. will. Get to yeah, that. they probably will. It will get to that when it's an absolute. Yeah. So, but that I that mean, CNN reporter that came after Trump yesterday, it's like, dude, Trump wasn't helping the issue by being like lax about it with the way he was responding to it in like January and February. But you're not helping CNN reporter. You're not helping the issue now, bringing up old shit. Totally, you're not helping anything. So fucking oh, yeah. let it go. Yeah, the Jim Acosta, he's such CNN. a weasel. But Trump's a bad turn. Trump's whole. By the way, CNN, is, CNN can barely get a text back from Trump at those. <laughs> right. like, he won't even answer Caitlin Collins' <laughs> questions. I, know, I mean, anymore. I don't blame him. And, and he's CNN a fucking. He became like a joke. Yeah. He's an. He's a shithead. Like, not a real news network anymore. They no, they're not. They're a fear, like, all. They, they're fear mongers. Like an amateur. Like I'm not trying to defend well, I mean, Trump, but like that that dude is like such a weasel. It's like, dude, people are dying, and you're bringing up like old stuff. Yeah, like, but dude, I, let, but get, I, get over I like it. the yeah. way that Trump his new mandate for reporters is be nice, <laughs> just be a nice person. I, got, be, I like be appreciative. Trump's been growing on me lately. I've been really liking his handling of it. I like him putting these reporters in check because all of these, a lot of these reporters and their questions, they're not like helpful. You know, mm-hmm. we're at home, we're having free press. And, you know, again, this whole thing of democracy, it's like, all right, one of our privileges is free press. We'll ask a good informative question, mm-hmm. you know? And I kind of like it that Trump's being like, don't try to play some stupid game and just be like yelling at the president right mm-hmm. now during the well, war crisis. Well, they- that's why if we had a dictatorship, he could just arrest <laughs> those people right away, temporarily. And then I, I think I'm, I don't think we have like a three-month dictatorship lock everyone down, let us still go to Whole Foods, but everything else goes away. And then, you know, we can just eat and drink at home. And maybe they even freeze the stock market so people can't can't go up or down. And then I think after that three-month period, we could just go back to normal. Otherwise, it's going to be like, you know, a broken foot. You put a Band-Aid on. Exactly. And string and, and... on. Mm-hmm. It's work. just going to, if you don't just shut the mother down, well, all here's the way the thing, to the if, highest levels, it's just going to keep, it's like what some people can't pay their rent. Now you're going to, they're going to be out on the streets living in their cars. Then we got that problem. It's like, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if by April yeah, 30th, I mean, the, the numbers are, aren't, aren't going down, they might do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And like stay the fuck at home. I think you guys know right now I'm in Utah, and I'll tell you somewhere that really has the quarantine rules on lockdown is the state-run liquor store. Mm-hmm. They are really handling it properly. When you get liquor here, you're standing six feet apart in line. They only let in five people in the store at a time. It's probably the best social distancing thing I've seen, but I think that we really, I really think we need to have a full, full lockdown of everything. You know, I was happy to see the ban of scooters and strollers in Larchmont. That was a nice. <laughs> oh thing. yeah, right. That yeah. was but insane. That has been a nice silver lining. No, I haven't <laughs> seen one bird scooter. I don't think it was basically think. like walk Just your baby alone. somewhere else. Yeah, right. people have been wanting to put those signs yeah. up for forever. No, totally. Yeah. And, and yeah, I haven't seen a baby stroller in Larch. I don't I think. But it, it, it basically Today. frames it like babies on, and strollers are like moving Corona bombs. Kind like of. they're just like carrying the virus, <laughs> sneezing it to old people as they go right. get and their, those bird uh, scooters. I never realized. Yeah, I haven't seen. That's a good. I really haven't seen that many of them at well, all. Well, just scooters in general, right? Yeah. Um, it's been a, that's a nice silver yeah. lining. Um, so I wanted. Well, I mean, you know, Justice, you actually brought you 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 had said that you sort of liked Trump's bedside manner recently, and that you felt like he I was do. handling him. I do. 
And you guys know I've been a very, very strong Democrat for my whole life, but mm-hmm. I've been very disappointed in the last year in the Democratic Party, and I don't even think I can vote for them this year. With just complete, complete terribleness. And then going on, I, I don't like this like way far left wanting to break up tech companies. Mm-hmm. Those are like our, our strongest suit right now we have of like growth and jobs. And it's just like these, all these people want me to, you know, I, I kind of like it how Trump's been handling this crisis. I, I, there's a few things he does, you know, and no one can be perfect. I feel like the ice raids on people when they're quarantined with their family Every is really hard for me to to deal with, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that aside for the moment and say the fact that he is doing a really good job of uh, you know getting things taken care of, handling yeah. handle. I think he's doing a great job with the virus. You so know, I, I feel like if the Democrats had some better plan, they should say it rather than. Well, Joe Biden can barely talk. Well, here here's the thing: if if Obama was in the White House. Mm-hmm. There still would be a lot of people dying. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you would want the president to, to handle this with a little bit more decency. But like, the coronavirus says doesn't give a fuck who's in the White House. Yeah, it's still going to fucking spread no matter what you do. Yeah. Well, I'd like no, to. I think this segue is. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying. I would if if Obama was the choice, I would obviously rather have Obama. Yeah, because he he would put you at like your peace of mind would be he, better. He, but he's incredible. Well, he's just he'd not be so handling this like a. No, like an adult. He would handle it like an adult. But corona, even yeah. if, if his tact in handling coronavirus questions in like January and February was like a little better, it, w- it wouldn't matter. Coronavirus was coming no matter what you did. You know, by the way, though, totally. Justice, you said it with the dictatorship. And it's funny, like you, you see those clips of Saddam Hussein in uh, like his his uh <laughs> with with his government meetings mm. and like when somebody speaks out against him or like a, a reporter speaks out against him you see these guys come in and just take the person <laughs> away it's like dr evil yeah you know but i have i have noticed That's when when these pbs or cnn um enemies of the state news outlets uh talk out against him have you noticed he has that dude that oh, rips the yeah. mic that like the rips, tiger king guy that rips the microphone <laughs> against him yeah he does kind of look like a tiger king <laughs> husband he's kind of got this yeah, goatee he he's like he's not like conventional secret service he's literally like no he's not secret he's service. the microphone grabber yeah totally and he he like ripped it out of that oh, pbs yeah. woman's hand but i i, I think That's this kind of great. thinking I'd like to introduce a new segment that I've uh, to the show uh, called Theory Corn <laughs> that I that I think you're going to really oh, perfect respond to is that like you know that. okay so we we have this idea like we were always taught um, apocalypse meant end of the world and and that was like always the definition but actually the translation is more of like a shedding of the veil and sort of seeing like the truth mm. of of life and and breaking down the uh, these barriers of from the sort of physical to the to the to the sort of the real um you know construct of what life is and that that's that's a whole other podcast but um i actually am starting to think that trump may be the antichrist because yeah. if, if you but but I have a there's a second piece to that. There's this, this idea. Okay, so so basically everything that Trump is about is unchristlike. He abuses women and brags about it. Mm. He lies. He hurts yeah, he his wants neighbor. Those churches packed though. <laughs> yeah. No, well this is this is the second part of it. I I think that there's like this metaphorical sort of 
picture that's been painted of the apocalypse and how the Antichrist is going to usher it. But that's the sort of metaphorical version that the apocalypse means the end of the world, mm. where I think what you're going to see in the same way that sort of Christ was taken down uh, as all the pillars of goodness to usher in this new time of like free will and, and, and being able to experiment with like, you know, your evil side and your bad side. I think we're actually going to see the breakdown of a guy like Trump who embodies all these unchrist like qualities mm. in the face of the coronavirus. You're going to watch sort of the biggest piece of shit on the planet find his humanity for the whole world. Mm. And I think that is what, I think this is, we're watching the apocalypse happen. I think Trump is the antichrist. And I think that the end of the world isn't that the, the planet blows up and we all die. Although there are going to be some deaths that we're seeing with the virus, but Trump representing the evil and the sort of narcissism that's in all of us is going to, he's going to, de- you're going to watch that deconstruct in him and, and his deconstruction will in turn heal the world and it will coincide with the removal of the virus from the planet. Mm. Interesting. So that's thought corner. That's so what, what are we looking about? 18 more months? Or <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think we're looking at about a year to 18 months as we transition into this new, and there's a lot of talk about the, this new earth that we're transitioning into. it. I think we're actually seeing it right now. And I actually think your thesis on this biblical world change actually has a lot of uh, legs to it. I mean, have you guys heard about the, the, the Lucas? in Africa that's moving through the Middle East as part of the plague that they've talked about in the Bible before. Right. And Lupus? Locust. Oh, locust. Yeah, they're like big crickets. Earth. Yeah. I mean, I think we are looking at some type of a biblical end of days. Who knows exactly if it'll be like that movie, This is the End, or if it'll be more, you know, how we've been taught about it in history. But I think, yeah, I think see, we're starting to see some hum- definite humanity in Trump. It's actually interesting when, you know, Trump starting to, you know, touch heartstrings with a person like me that, you know, for so long has been disgusted by him. But I actually think he's stepping up to the plate, and uh, and I just I think he needs to tighten the grip, the grasp, you know, have a stronger grasp, and he needs to be like he should have locked down New York. He shouldn't have been scared away from doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he should be, he needs to be locking down the whole country. And I think that, like, if America was filled with more intelligent people, then we wouldn't have that problem. But we have all these people that are like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't care about this virus. But, like, they may not care, but then they might kill, like, 40 innocent people. Right. You know? No, I agree with that. So, I, but I think him him allowing him without a second thought. I mean, he went from churches packed by Easter to we're we're done through April like without mm-hmm. a second thought. I think that that there will be more stringent sort of uh, efforts. But again, you know, this isn't hunger or this isn't uh, China. China. Yeah. This isn't Hungry India. Hungary we can't done a great job removing their personal freedoms from people. Hungary? You have all these yeah. like NPRs mm. the world yelling at Hungary, but watch them not have very many deaths. And the government said, hey, when it's over, we'll give you all your rights back. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with losing a couple of rights right now if it saves hundreds of thousands of our grandparents and maybe some of people like us, too. Like, I mean, it's like that's, that's one of the things that I think China and some of these other uh, nations do better than the states is more like this thing of for the greater good. Yeah. And in America, it's all about for the individual good. Yeah. Sometimes that's not the best way to fight a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Yeah. So, I mean, what kind of freedoms would you guys be willing to give up um, to maybe stop this pandemic sooner? Going outside. I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> this is. I, I mean, this is why I call it horror vacation. <laughs> yeah. Because right, there's yeah. obviously like all this horrible shit happening, but in it does kind of feel like a kind of a strange vacation. So yeah, horror totally vacation. Does. As long as like I could get yeah. things delivered to my house that I like, like foods that I like, mm-hmm. I would be happy not leaving the house. I mean, I do have a balcony, so that kind of gives me a little bit of a competitive edge. I guess everyone <laughs> everyone has a window they can stick their head out of. But yeah, I, I, I would have a be, front patio. I would be fine yeah. giving that up. I can't really think of anything else that I you could take away from me that I would be like, like if I walked outside and there were guys with sticks that were whipping me, I would just be like, I'm good in here. Me. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's but, but, all we need. But you can yep. put the stick whippers out there. Yeah, put them out I'm there. I'm good with that. Try yeah. it. Give it do a trial run. Yeah, as long as I can. <laughs> Let's uh, see how many complaints happen. <laughs> Let's see what the next door <laughs> app has to say about that. Uh, this episode is going to be good for our MAGA yeah. numbers. We're going to get our MAGA numbers up from this episode. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and I was talking to somebody today who feels that there's going to be a homeless uprising. But do they even know what's going on? I don't think they have the. Well, they know something is like something is kind of awakening. They're being moved into other areas and stuff like that. Uh. But I don't know that they have the strength to to fight. I I don't. I feel like that they would be like crushed in two seconds. Also, based on the LAPD's resume of pulling their gun out, (laughs) you don't think they're going to (laughs) just mow down a ton of homeless people? Yeah, that's one fight that we can literally like. have you been enjoying or have you seen like a happy sort of side to like, Oh wow. That's something that I kind of, or like something kind of funny or quirky about it that you've kind of enjoyed. Yeah. Well, you know, as you guys know, I haven't been doing a lot of social media talking about it cause I've been kind of torn, but I've actually personally been having a very nice time during quarantine cause I've been, um, learning how to, there's been a golf simulator I've been enjoying uh, getting much better at golf. Phil, next to Gofi, we won't have to give up halfway through the game. More <laughs> <laughs> skills. <laughs> that's a great, the great working on your golf. That's what nice thing about having a golf simulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really working on your golf game. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm getting so good at golf right now. I've been playing Pebble Beach. It's very real. And you know, I think since I met this compound, Rachel's been really nice to host me and a couple people. Um. And so we've, we've actually, like, Deer Valley 
ski resorts closed, but we're like on this in this place I kind of like to call the clubhouse. And I've been yesterday. I hiked up the entire uh, mountain, and people are like hiking up it and gorilla skiing down. So I think that there's some areas of quarantine that can be like, see, if you can get together with groups of friends, and you know everyone's, everyone has different needs. You know, mm-hmm. I invited you guys to come, but I know you guys wanted to have your own personal space, which I totally respect. But um, if, you know, we have our own personal space here, but we still do group dinners and hikes, and we're not infecting anyone, and we're still, except every time we go to the grocery store, it's kind of like, it's our big day when we go out to Whole Foods. You know, it's like a very special time. Right, that's right. You guys, all quarantine, you guys all quarantined together early before there was like much of an outbreak. So mm-hmm. it's like almost like you guys were like your, like a family, like how families all quarantined together. Yeah, we yeah. exactly knew. And that was part of me being early on this. And I reached out to Rachel and I was like, hey, I think this is going to get bad as it has. And a few other friends. And we decided to all come together before we any of us were infected. Mm. And um, so that's basically been a really good situation here. And then if somebody does get you know? infected, do they will, will there just be a mysterious disappearance in the, in the <laughs> right. Deer Valley Gazette? <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually had a talk about that. We've decided that if, you know, it's me, Jill, Rachel, Alex, and two of Rachel's friends, Naomi and Daniel, very cool people. Um, but anyhow, we're here and we have actually the group discussion. We said, hey, if anyone does get this, we're not going to have any judgment on that person. We're just going to quarantine them in one of the rooms. We'll bring them food. And if the, and there's, there's 500 ICU beds in Utah and there's only like 500 cases. So only a few of those beds have been needed to be used. So I, I think we're in a good spot. I think we're going to hold down here for a while. We may move to a different zone later. A, black, a, how, a how, new black site. California is not getting as bad as New York. No, so no nothing's as somewhat New, working. New York there. has more than half of the cases. Well, I think it's oh, yeah. smart. I think it's smart that the numbers are now 100 to 200,000 fatalities. But I think that's more of like you said, Justice, this might be the new tactic to get people to take the guidelines seriously it we might not see those numbers in fact it's kind of coming out that those might be sort of like ambitious projections but that may be that may very well be a tactic yeah, to get oh, people to, to take 200,000 were they seriously. saying 200,000 deaths 100 to 200,000 US deaths yeah i'm pretty sure i think that was a fauci that was a fauci but that also might have been like how do we get people to take this more yeah. seriously actually i think i read this morning yeah, that so, like, there, there's there's numbers are saying social distancing is starting to work right and now it's just been, it needs to keep yeah, I mean, keep working. One of the favorite, um, go ahead. Oh, it's my favorite website is coronavirus.app, and they do it's kind of like a Tumblr-like interface with all this third-party sourced data. And like today, I'm looking on there. New York has nine thousand new cases just today, whereas California has. 7,000 total cases. So, like, New mm-hmm. York got more cases today than California has in total. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that, like, if we don't want to see that spread across the whole country, then we really need people to start taking everything really more seriously. Mm-hmm. Because if, if they don't... And the other thing, I have a belief that it was spreading in New York for like two months 
before anyone was aware. Oh, yeah. Because people were in denial. I mean, you're just so close to people. And yeah. all the people that travel through New York. And New York is literally that... Uh, that comparison where they were saying that the problem was like having a rat infestation in a room that you're afraid to open up the door mm-hmm. and then you finally open up the door and it's like, oh, fuck, this is worse than we could have thought. Yeah, you got like a rat infestation. If you got one, That's you got a hundred. literally what New York, New York City was, is the perfect place. For, I mean, I, I say, I don't say that like I'm happy it's happening, but it is like, yeah, there's no, there's no, it's no... It, and Mardi Gras. It's no surprise that that's like the hot spot. Yeah, yeah and Mardi Gras. Yeah. One one sort of humorous thing I've I've seen of the whole thing was um, sort of like when it started two weeks ago. The assumption that everyone on Instagram was suddenly going to get a lot of engagement when they go live. Tons of people going live. I was like, live. wait a second. I don't give a fuck. Like, just because we're having a coronavirus quarantine does not mean I'm 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 suddenly going to start engaging with all these people when they go live. Yeah, no. Nah. Everyone was going live, and yeah. like everyone was having any artist, any any comedian, any musician was like going live, and like it was like, well, this is going to be I'm just going to, and everyone's just going to this is going to be some. Go live, Shangri La Epi- epidemic. Yeah, there was a going live epidemic, and I was like. Nah. I think comedians are going live because literally they have absolutely no outlet. Right. Uh, I didn't even think about that until last week. Yeah. I was like, well, dude, all the comedy clubs are closed. If I was still doing stand-up, I'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? I guess I'll go live. The best is that meme of Matthew McConaughey from True Detective smoking the cigarette, like, with a psychotic look on his face. And it's when you look at somebody with 200 followers going live. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, he's like, the, the, oh, my God. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the rust coal hitting yeah. the heater. Yeah. I, you know, I got to say, even when, even when quarantine is over, I had more fun doing the group Zoom. Oh, that was great. We all had, like, a bunch of beers and yeah. stuff. It was actually almost more fun than actually going out. And also, when you wanna, I, when when you wanna like call it a night, you just sign out and like get into bed. <laughs> I think. I mean, I, I was having this conversation with somebody today. Is that yes? Yeah, certainly, things are gonna get back to normal. But I think also, I think the people that you're in contact with right now, those are your people. Those are your people. And those are going to be your people after the quarantine. If you're kind of like a little engaged with someone, that's kind of going to be how you'll be engaged with them for the rest of your life. Like this is really, this is the moment of truth right now. Like who's in your group, who's in your group chats, who's in your, you know, because you're not obligated to go, to go spend time with people you don't want to spend time with. And this was something that I was already like working on in my life the past like seven months. Mm -hmm. Like the older I get, not that I'm so old, but like you really, you cherish who you spend time with and who you don't. You're really good at like cutting people out. And And this has been a great thing for that. Like who do I really want coming out of this? Yeah. Who do I really want like in my life? Well, because social engaging is never going to be the same for our generation, for the millennials. It's there's because we're only two weeks into now a guaranteed six week, which I think will be months, and mm-hmm. and it'll kind of kind of come and go. But uh, but I don't think I think socializing and everything. I think we're all going to be shell a little shell shocked. There's going to be a yeah. strange kind of PTSD about being out in the world and, and oh, sort of for being, sure. like yeah. it's not just going to be like Burning Man. Well, Lollapalooza. you know, you know the thing about Burning Man. Everyone's wearing masks anyway. So yeah, they, might, oh, they yeah. might not cancel that. By the way, what's your? Um, I like because I went out. I had to go run some errands. These masks are like they look like they look like face diapers now. They're like these gigantic. 
things. Uh, one, one thing I was noticing okay. is like you knew shit when shit was starting to get um, get serious when the when government starts wearing those like polo shirts that are kind of with the referee fit with the huge crest of their state. Who's wearing it? Like government officials. Like like when they switch from the, uh, when they switch, because you can't just like bust out the government polo (laughs) with the huge crest of your state or city unless like shit's going bad. Right, right. You can't wear that golfing. Cuomo and Garcetti, and they like they're oh, kind of yeah, like a right. it's like a, a referee fit. It's like when the, Joe Exotic puts on that like the, bomber jacket. The, yeah, oh, the, that is the fucking <laughs> best. And like when 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 the woman gets her fucking arm ripped off, and he just he does nothing to help except he puts on a leather jacket with an EMS thing on the back. It's so <laughs> oh, I was gonna oh, say man. justice when uh, it'd be so funny if he was doing the right. podcast right now. And like we heard somebody in the background talking to him, and he was, and Justice was just like, "Okay, okay, sounds good." And you just hear someone use your gunshot, and the other—that's <laughs> how they're dealing with someone getting coronavirus. At that. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're running a, a mini <laughs> dictatorship in Deer Valley. <laughs> yeah, there will be PTSD. I mean, I went to I went to an NFL game a month after nine eleven, and I was like, "Oh, should, guys, should we do this?" Like, I don't yeah. know if we should do it. I was terrified. And it was, like, one of the best games I've ever seen. Right. But everybody was like, oh, man, oh, this, yeah. is, this is scary. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be something I mean, like that. It's one thing with it. It's like terrorism. You could kind of protect against it to some degree. Oh, because you can see um, it. Like, oh, well, you mean you can't. But... Against, yeah. Well, but you can, you, you, can, really you can pat people down and you can, like, oh, I can find that. You can't find coronavirus. Right. So Well, the other thing is I, I was also wondering – I was wondering if this was karma for all the joking we do about secret rooms and secret families, because everybody is kind of going to be coming out of their own secret room after mm. this is done. And mm. it's like, you know how if you grew up in a secret room and or you're like a secret, you're like some guy's secret family kids and uh, you're just like flowers in the attic. Like we're all kind of it's all kind of like flowers in the attic, like when we all kind of come out. It's going to be like... Well, it'll be weird whoa. just because, again, yeah, you're so used to... You're, you're, you're not seeing your friends. The only people you're seeing are mm-hmm. the people at the pet store, the people at the grocery store, and the people you walk past mm-hmm. if you're out, like, running. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. You're not seeing your oh, friends. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when the, there's that first get-together, it will be like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> and, and then you'll settle in, like, yeah. everything. There's two, because there's... So you have a lot of people home... But they're not supposed to be outside, but yet, so I'll see a lot more people walking around than I normally would, yet the streets are quieter. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed there's kind of two ways that people engage with you. There's either kind of like they kind of step aside and Mm -hmm. they kind of like turn their head, or there's more of like a... Friendliness. Wow, I can be friendly and there's no pressure to like stop or talk or this guy's not going to hit on Mm -hmm. me, but I can still like smile and be like, hey, how's it going, yeah. without just being, like, cold. Like, Every person I've been walking past in Larchmont and uh, even up here, it's all been friendly. Everybody's been more, like, saying hi. Yeah. Maybe it'll make L.A. like a warmer place. Hey, hey it <laughs> might. You just, yeah, you just, you really don't know. Do you guys think that people are going to return to, like, going out to bars and... It will, yeah. Of course it will, yes. It's just going to be a slow, it'll be a slow build, and especially if there's resurgence in cases before there's a vaccine. I wonder if it's going to get to the point where you can get a test, like, even quicker than five minutes. You can get, like, a rapid, like, 10-second test, Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to have to carry around, like, I'm I'm corona negative. I think China has, like, an app now, and it's, like, they they scan it, and then you can go into a place. It's like, I got my corona negative card, like, I'm good. Corona negative. 
Yeah, I don't know. probably. And then Corona yeah. positive, they're still going to be Maybe. in quarantine. Well, you can go, or you can go to Corona positive parties. Or like you go to a bar, it's like, yo, let me see your ID. It's like you show the ID, and it's like, let me see your Corona po- ID. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm negative. All right, come on in. Because they, they've scrubbed the bar down, so the bar's clean. Yeah. And everybody in there is Corona negative. Yeah. There's, we're going to figure it out. It's just going to fucking take a sec. But right. it's go, like things are going to go back to normal. Better? They will. Is this virus going to help with dating, do you think? Because people want to have like more one-on-one um, interactions. I kind of feel like dating apps might be a big surge. Well, I think they are because there is that whole like FaceTime dates. Mm-hmm. I think people are actually kind of enjoying them. Because look, you don't need to like get all oh. done up. You can just be chilling on your couch. With a fucking drink, or if you or you don't need a drink, but like it's like I don't need to like get in my car and drive. I don't need to look for parking. I don't need to spend money. The pressure's off. The pressure's way yeah, off. Yeah, it's if like it, I can kind of relax oh, and connect with someone yeah. without being like, is this guy gonna try and fuck me? Well, there's like, that. You yeah, know, there's totally that. You can and also, get to know somebody. Oh, you're you're in the comfort you of your own home. Now? Pardon me. I didn't even know about FaceTime dating. That's incredible. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's really it's very relaxing. Hmm. I've done a few. Have you done? Yeah, I've done a few. No, yeah, you well, just you just kind of like. Well, she, I mean, it's she usually, just opens and it's Phil's dick. <laughs> it's usually someone you've been talking to, so it's kind of like how the dating apps work. You know, you talk and you get to know somebody, and then you meet, and it's it's weird for like you know ten minutes or so, and then you kind of settle in. But like, no, I, it, it's nice. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's very low pressure, low stress, easy. low stakes. Because yeah, though, that's a, drink? what's that. Have you offered to buy anyone a drink as a joke? Oh, yeah. Well, there, there's the old joke of like, you know, I'm going to get up and get another beer. It's like, you won't. <laughs> right. And yeah, you could like, <laughs> stupid. you could like Venmo the, the girl <laughs> yeah, a couple right, bucks right, for right, like right. the beer she's going to go get. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, no, it's very just like, it's very relaxing because, I mean, that's the whole stress about a date is that you're, you're at a bar, there's other people around, maybe you're like self conscious that you're on a date or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, you're uh, you're just at the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. It's it's really nice actually. But that is nice. But if you're really clicking with somebody, it's kind of like, fuck. Well, because you know it's, it's everybody's gotta got get their to needs. A point. You know? I'm sure there's a thing. It's like, look, uh, full disclosure. I think I had symptoms like two weeks ago, and she's like, I think I had symptoms too. It's like, you want to just throw caution to the wind? You want to just go out? Yeah. Should we just? You want to just come over? So I'm sure people are doing that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent. I got, still yeah. really want to be strict with my quarantine <laughs> mm-hmm. and not see people that don't have to. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean it's it's kind of nice. But uh, I forgot I was going to say something. Um, oh, never mind. By the way, shout out to Tr- Tropic Thunder that's on TV right now. Great movie. Probably one of the best, one of the better comedies one, that's come out in a long time. I think. Yeah. As far as like inventive, funny, oh, yeah. edgy, like no holds barred. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. By the way, so uh, also shout out. We, the, Netflix has been just like gifting the world with these like, first of all, Tiger King, obviously. There's not much that I can say that hasn't already been said. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, Ozark, the new Ozark is yeah, fucking I gotta get in first there. rate. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Have you guys seen um, that movie, the documentary about Bikram? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That, that's so good. Yeah. I watched a great. That guy is such an incredible, incredible conman slash Oh, teaching teaching yoga with a Rolex. No, be, well, just being one of these yoga guys who 
who claims to have come up with this new thing. And then like you find out it's all moves that have existed before. Right, yeah, of course. And then I love it's like it's got to happen. Oh, yeah. in a, it's, it's in a heated room. And then he has the AC blasting right on him up in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So good. Traffic Thunder. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I, lo- I love what he survive. Yeah, this movie is great. Yeah. I'm he, the dude. He is a top to level the dude. The guru. Um, I'm trying to think what other like this changes. Um, corona. Yeah, Corona negative card. Oh, so what I was going to say about. So when the AIDS epidemic. Uh, I remember in the when I was in the fifth grade, and my uh, there was a girl that I was like dating, like whatever dating in the fifth grade is. You fucking sit next to each other, uh, but she gave me a kiss on the lips at like a at like a hang like a party, like mm-hmm. a birthday party. I thought I had AIDS. Oh yeah, I thought I had AIDS too. And that was nineteen ninety two. Well, they so the AIDS epidemic was in eighty one. AIDS was like I was a I think so. Think about when the AIDS epidemic was going on, and it was like you only get it from sex. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I was dating somebody in 1981, I'd be like, first of all, we're not having sex. Second of all, I don't even know if I want to, like, hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I almost wonder if that was more terrifying because AIDS was a death sentence. Coronavirus isn't a death sentence. Yeah, but because I, I remember it was like, I would I would was hooking up with this girl in high school, and, and guys were like, bro, be careful. She's deaf, got the hiv. Oh, because she, like, fucked a few, Connecticut, <laughs> like, five Connecticut lacrosse players. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like, well, he, and also, she's deaf. By the way, the, the AIDS that's AIDS fear is never going to go away. Even though I know they have like met more medicine now, but like nobody wants that. Yeah. No. Well, they <laughs> they did such a good job of scaring. Oh my people. god! That's what, and that's what they're doing now. Yeah. So yeah, again, I'm not saying coronavirus isn't serious. I think it's very serious. But you know, we've kind of been here before. Mm-hmm. The AIDS epidemic like wiped out like. Oh, what fifteen million people? Yeah, I mean it's yeah. insane. But but it's and I know also... it's like so. Just don't have sex. It's like yeah, but there's still that fear. Mm-hmm. Whereas if like I kissed somebody, I'm going to be like thinking I have AIDS, like I did when I was a little kid. Yep. So yeah. again, things go back to normal. This is just the fucking. We're we haven't had a pandemic in a long, in a while. So now we're having one, and with social media and the news, it's fucking. Oh my god, this is crazy. It's like yeah, it is because we've never been through this before, but. It's just another the oh. next pandemic oh, we got. It, it happens, sucks. yeah. And then there's going to be another. There's going to be another that, one in like that sucks. Twenty years. It's going to be like H Z xylophone motherfucker. I don't even yeah. know what the, these fucking crazy or names. The were. new because we didn't expect. Well, this was the other thing about or like m- or like mumps are going to come back. You yeah, know? was like nine eleven was such a shock because it happened out of nowhere. Yeah. Where something yeah. it, it to me. It felt this felt like we were building to something, and I don't know that it's like the virus is karma for where the world is going, but like, I mean, uh, you know, I know Bill Burr was joking, like, remember feminism, like, remember that thing, <laughs> but it was everything. Yeah. People were angry, people wanted people, there was a whole angry. thing, and like, I know it was like people were like canceling people because they mm. tweeted something, like, yeah, people were angry. people were out to get people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wanted to, we were living in a culture that look, people were doing bad things, but our culture was becoming a culture that got off on watching people burn. There was a wit there, we were, we were starting to live in like a witch hunt culture, right. but then on top of that, like, man, it was like everything, it was just, it just felt like we were building to like. 
like somebody just pulled out the 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 cord. Well, so it was like, all right, this needs you people need to fucking. Stop. Well, so think about the '90s. So the '90s were so fucking lax. Yep, everything was so like loosey goosey, yeah. very calm, very very peaceful. Except for I know there was shit in like Europe, well, well, and I mean, there were a few domestic issues like Waco and Ruby. There were like in Oklahoma City, there was there was shit going on, but like it was very a very chill decade. So then everybody was bugging out about like Y2K you know, and the world was like freaking out Y2K, which is like so, so stupid. Mm-hmm. But, be, but everyone was so lax. And then 9-11 yeah. was kind of like, we need to fucking tighten this ship up a little bit. So it kind of built to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these things do need to, it sucks to say they need to happen, but like they're always, there's always like a build to something. Yeah, was the 90, it, was just, it was so like, it was just a free for all. And 9-11, re- I mean, changed everything. Yeah. Like this, yeah, it's true. This might change the way we... Re- don't, we take for granted how much we... How in this together we all are. Totally. Like, the life and the world. But I actually... Yeah. Go, go, and, I, and I think that this might... So it's like, be ni- might, it'll make it help us be nicer I, but I And I think this may usher in a new reality. And right. I actually think... I, I'm not... This is a little out there for some, for some listeners... But um, I actually think that Donald Trump may be the personification of everything that's wrong with the human psyche. Well, he is. His, his needs, his desires, the way he behaves, the way he treats people, his need for power, control, lies, deceit, <laughs> right. uh, infidelity, abuse, bragging money. about abuse, money, greed, power, hunger. I mean, all the things is fast food consumption. I think <laughs> I think that he could it's potentially true. be a, a a creation that if you if we can watch the deconstruction of that into a human being, I actually think that other people may heal vicariously through that. Hey, that, that, I think you're right. Yeah, I think if if it continues to go in this direction and and. And I may be wrong. I, I mean, he may because yeah, he'll surprise theory, you. This is theory corner. Just though. this is theory corner. <laughs> this is just theory corner. This is uh, this is th- this isn't um, sacrosanct. But uh, if it, but again, just when you think Trump is on a, and I've called Trump wrong on multiple occasions. I felt that he was going to be a piece of shit to get elected, mm-hmm. and then he was going to become the ultimate uh, great politician because all he cares about is image. No, no such luck. Mm-hmm. He'll do whatever he can to stay elected, which means continuing to be a piece of shit. But he's kind of, I, and like Justice thing, like you are kind of seeing a shift. This is the last time I'm going to have a theory on Trump. And it's a big, when you're pushing um, Antichrist and uh, a twist on uh, <laughs> hey, apocalyptic theories uh, on the, this will be my last game of Trump poke. Yeah, well, we, and we just lost a lot of MAGA listeners. Okay. <laughs> we got him and then we lost him. But no, it's like, some, like sometimes these things, they happen and it, it, do, it changes the world and how, but oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's true. Sometimes these things are building it builds to them a little bit. And if you look at what Trump did for awakening uh, race, equality, feminist uh, uh, equality, mm-hmm. transgender politics, uh, everything, mm-hmm. he without that sort of grenade that Trump was. Oh, yeah. So that's why my theory is kind of like... Well, if it, Hillary had gotten elected, that wouldn't be the woman's but march. That's what I think the Antichrist is. I think it's the ultimate opposite of Christ-like qualities that forces the world to, like, rise, to, up, to rise up to goodness and then, and then ultimately heal <laughs> the Antichrist into... I'm not saying Trump is going to be Christ, mm-hmm. but he will be, if you can see the ultimate sort of... Uh, evil heal, I think that other people may heal uh, vicariously through that. 
That's why uh, I'm, I'm going with it. I'm, I'm, I'm going run with, with it. Trump is the Antichrist. Theory Corner. Yeah, Theory Corner. We'll have theme music uh, next week for Theory <laughs> Corner. <laughs> no, it's true. And, and yeah, no, people were so angry. And it, it's nice to not, it's mm-hmm. nice that we're getting a break from that. I guess that's my favorite thing about quarantine. It's like, you're not listening to people bitch all the time mm-hmm. about everything. It's like, people are dying left and right. And you're, and you're, you're really going to continue to get mad about like, Whatever little thing. What a comedian said 20 years ago. Also, you know, I got to say, when Trump was like, you people, he was talking about that woman as a reporter, not as a fucking African-American woman. Come on, people. Yeah. And and this is officially a Breitbart sponsor. No, (laughs) no, I I heard that too. But he went, okay, it was unfortunate, but he did go back to back those. Look at PBS and CNN, their ratings and NPR, their ratings are driven on Trump anger. Yeah. So those questions are going to be geared they towards are. towards th- putting salt in those wounds. Yeah, for sure, totally. You know. um, but oh, when he when and I know they're 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 trying to get him to have a hissy fit mm-hmm. on stage, but it's also and just he like, will. Of course he will. Yeah. But like, well, he's like, you should be congratulating my <laughs> my cabinet. <laughs> Don't you congratulate Fauci? He's I the mean, only one fucking keeping yeah. us sane. Um, you know what's a you know what's a very good thing that we i really like us to talk about a cnn thing it's cnn has a tip sheet for people on how to not bring coronavirus back from the grocery store with you you know that's a pretty solid fear fear gain uh section i i saw that today too justice and i fucking closed it you know why it's so yeah. uh, they are such fear mongers and, and I said you know what wash your hands don't touch your face mm-hmm. and don't go in social engagements and then like live your fucking life because mm-hmm. you know what now you, you can read that the shit might even be airborne like do the, your shit keep six feet away wash your what? hands don't touch your face I mean, I, I this whole like I am not gonna sanitize my groceries and packages I don't think, I don't think you're gonna you're get gonna drive yourself crazy also if that was the way you got coronavirus Literally, the, the the cases would be like times ten. Yeah, because everybody's still going to the this, grocery stores. Every one, every person on Earth I'm would have coronavirus. Really time with this with this. I don't. I don't. Buy, I don't buy that one. Talking about uh, when you get back to wash your groceries, and it says to use um, Clorox Ugh. or Lysol spray. Are you supposed to use Clorox and Lysol on your uh, oranges? And your apple? No, no that, I, I don't buy that one. I we would every the whole world would have it. Well, this Everybody is, this would have it thing. if that was the case. If it, that's what I was saying. If this, if that were the case that you had to Clorox down everything, no. then just give up. You might as well just get the disease. Same with yeah. I don't think it's airborne. That's another yeah. thing. Everyone would have it, and I don't think everyone has it. Oh yeah. I think it's only airborne if you're so at crazy. like a romantic French mm. and restaurant. And someone coughs right yeah. next to and you, you're in, yeah. or you're having a conversation like right up, and it's mm. like. Did you see that piece in the New Yorker? <laughs> and all the Corona droplets yeah, are just going totally. right into their <laughs> eyes. Exactly. If yeah. you're like really in a big group and no, that's it. And you're like maybe in a small space. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's on growth, first of all, uh, so say you go out and buy groceries and then you, because what, what I do is I don't touch my face till I get home and I've washed my hands. Well, but yeah, I mean, I when you put your groceries away, coronavirus can't live on surfaces that? for that long. Mm-hmm. So I just don't buy that. I mean, Literally everybody way, would have it if that was the case. I mean, another way to avoid it is to just be shopping at fancier grocery stores. I think <laughs> everyone knows that, you know, wealthy people are less likely to get infected. <laughs> so we- well, also, you know, I got to say, we need to stop with the, can you believe this celebrity got it? It's like, well, yeah, because he's a fucking human being. Right. 
Yeah, Fredo Cuomo. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Though Chris Cuomo, don't be disguised by his good nature thing. He's one of he's front row uh, fear mongers. He's probably happy he got it. All he does is all. I mean, all CNN does is <laughs> they are they'll ask questions until they get the most grim response from whoever they're talking to. Yeah, of course. And Chris Cuomo, oh, yeah. Chris, he's like he's like people are saying uh, we might be a month, but. I don't think we should get comfortable. This is going to be a lot worse. It's like all they want to do is get people more and more and more afraid. Yes. Yeah, so they, so they, that, oh, that was another thing. Uh, Jim Acosta going after Trump and, and talking about all the, tr- like Trump saying like, it's going to be gone. It's going to disappear. And here we are in April saying that, you know, it hasn't disappeared by bringing that up. And now you're, you're bit, you're building up the fear. You're just, mm-hmm. you're pouring gasoline on the fire. You're not yeah. doing anybody any favors. And then Fox, Fox news is the opposite. They just as well have it that everyone's at work and, and old people just take one for the team and, and yeah. die. I, MSNBC is somewhere in the middle, but not really. Yeah. Not when you have Rachel they're, Maddow. They're, she's, she's, they're, I don't, I don't they're, like they're kind of like, they're kind of like the Cronenberg version of the news. I mean, like Brian Williams, Strip to commercial music, it's like Gaspar <laughs> yeah, Noe's torch. But you know what I'm talking uh, about? The yeah. music that plays when he goes to commercial. Oh, I think like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think like a CBS or something. No, it's like literally that. just it's limit the amount of news you watch. I think mm-hmm. like whether you watch CNN or Fox News, it doesn't matter. But like, just don't watch it all day. I mean, I watch it for maybe an hour. Yeah. I watch it like a little bit during the day, and then a little bit at night, and then I watch. Well, it's getting boring. We've it already is. we're no, already locked in. I mean, they pumped those numbers up to one hundred thousand projected deaths, but it's like there's really not much more you can do. Like you got to stay in. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get like I'm okay. predicting we're gonna get like a uh, and this is one of the final things I wanted to talk about is uh, like a Nicholson or like a Keith Richards, like a, a coronavirus. It's like man, you're starting to see and it, it does kind of feel like the leftovers when you hear when you read about these celebrities. But like mm-hmm. man. When you're like a celebrity and you live one of these legendary lives, you kind of want to have one of these like Butch and Sundance ri- <laughs> yeah, right. ride into the sun sunset deaths, you know, or like something singular. Mm. And when it's like if Corona just it's starts just like, taking uh, these guys out, it's like you're just kind of another another number. Yeah, well, you are. It's you're not just it's a, not per- a, it's not just a, sexy, a person who's really talented at something. Yeah, it's not a sexy death. Well, no, it isn't. Yeah. yeah. But just like, yes, oh, celebrities yeah. are going to get it, people, so it. get ready. Yeah, non-sexy death is great. Oh, you know what? I'd like to talk to you. Not great, not great. I'd like to talk to you guys about something I've realized. This is kind of a gambling thing on the um, airplane market. But I have noticed that you can get round-trip tickets right now, both from LA, basically anywhere domestically, but round-trip tickets in July, because no one really knows where we're going to be then. Mm-hmm. But I saw LAX and SFO to Portland and Seattle for $100 round trip on mm. United and New York trips for like 150 round trips. So like then airplanes are also or airlines offering a free refund policy. So I've been really thinking and I wanted to tell all the listeners out there, I think a great thing to do right now is to place some bets for weekend trips you'd like to go on. And then if it doesn't work out, you can just cancel and get refunded. Otherwise, you're basically traveling for free. Mm-hmm. Well, I was supposed to go to you know, Denver in May, free. and my round trip was like 130 bucks. Well, I mean, I think like 60 now. I yeah. mean, I actually, I think you can actually get a round trip to New York City right now for 20 bucks. That's but insane. I don't want to go there. Yeah. You know, I might look into that. Just like go like down to Antigua or something. There you go. You know, see what the well because yeah. the warm temperature I mean, hates coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we've well, proven I that was yet. Thinking. I think we should have a good boy podcast um, 
vegan strip club review trip to Portland hmm. in July. <laughs> I and we'd go around all the different vegan strip clubs, and then we would rate them based on, you know, a variety of uh, kind of different rating things we could use. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? So is that, yeah, I was always wondering how those strip clubs work over there. So is it just like strippers feeding you like vegan chicken poppers and like... They're vegan. I don't know. They we have, have to, these. We have well, I know there's Portland a ton of strip, ton of strip clubs, but they're in vegan restaurants. Though they, the, like, you know how some strip clubs have food and buffets. They're yeah. like vegan ah. stuff. Yeah. And then, do you know this other thing yeah, in Portland where there's these little like cappuccino stands in like out on the outskirts and stuff, and like a stripper will just be like huh. serving you cappuccino and stuff. Hmm. Like Leave that. it to Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird, but it's kind of cool. You know. Yeah. I, I think it's good when. I think people are going to have to do a lot more gimmicks like that to get us out to being social. You know, they might have to ease up some of these regulations. Like, you know, if we want to go out and risk our lives going to a restaurant, um, they might have to be changing up some of the outfits that the, you know, like I think for, for all audiences, perhaps the male waiters, if they're really good looking, should not be wearing shirts. Hmm. And maybe the female waitresses should be in smaller outfits. <laughs> I mean, if I, I think that you have to have equal discrimination, and then it becomes empowerment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, good. That's yeah. a good thought. I mean, you can't only have like the one gaze. You know, so I think that there's a few things I'm rooting for right now. You know, and one is more sexualization. Um, when we do go out in public, the other one is dictatorship with tanks out on the street. I really think we need that. And I think that Trump should be able to put CNN and other type of funny reporters during wartime in jail for just, just like five days when they make a bad <laughs> I'm sure he, she's pitched this, by no, the way. No, I mean, yeah, you definitely want, like, that's, this is dictatorship. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talk. Like, just temp, <laughs> yeah. temporary dictatorship yeah, policies. Temporary. Like, we need, temporary. I mean, by, but, like, I, see, with his microphone grabber, uh, I mean, that's kind of like dictator light. He's already, pre- yeah, really, he's already practicing. Yeah. This. And I think no, you're going to, uh, Justice, I think you will. I don't think it's going to be everywhere. I would say maybe New York, maybe New Orleans, uh, L.A., you're going to get, I don't know if you're going to get your tanks, but you're going to get your, uh, uh, some degree of military presence if the hospitals absolutely cannot take uh, patients. You're going to get your tanks. Or they'll do what they're doing in New York City and they'll bring a hospital ship into the port of L.A. or like Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Or they'll build a hospital like, where would you even build a hospital in L.A.? Oh, like yeah. New York has Parks. Central Park. I mean, they're building them. Yeah, they're just they're putting them up everywhere. Right. So they might do that, but I I haven't I mean, heard that the L.A. hospitals are overrun. No, um, I went to donate. Oh, yeah. uh, so St. Vincent's recently it was closed, but it recently reopened as a COVID nineteen hospital, mm. and I went to go donate my uh, masks because I've heard you don't need them. Uh, <laughs> I, although I don't know who to believe anymore, um, but I don't care. I'm just not like a mask guy. I don't mm. I don't need a face diaper. Um, They're uncomfortable. So I went and brought my whole bag over there, and this guy's like, "Yeah, man, can I help you?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't." He's like, "Oh, bro, we're good. We got." I was like, 
No, you, you don't. You don't, bro. We're good. Someone who's donating medical supplies to a facility. So I was like, well, all I'm seeing on yeah. TV is that there's a huge shortage, and I'm just like, I was like, well, now you can have more. He's like, bro, man, we're good. But it, and then finally, this woman was like, sir, no, thank you very much. Like, <laughs> obviously, I don't. This guy was just. I don't know if he was just like. Uh, I think he had Did some you kind hit of. Hit him mental. with a stick. I wish I could have. Those it does look kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, I bet beats beating yeah, someone to just, death. Just running around Larchmont Dude, whipping people. <laughs> I bet it would be fun. Yeah. If I was the head of the of the uh, dictator government, I would give you a stick and an ability to arrest and kill people on sight that disrespected you. <laughs> <laughs> you Law know, 2024. Or put in danger by not taking the mask. Yeah. You know. I know that might seem like a joke, but I'm I really I'm really serious about this. I really think we need to go into mini dictatorship. Um, I can't say it enough. It's worked in Hungary, Russia, China, North Korea. All these places are all these communist that, countries that, that it works. Judge. Yeah, you know that you got. You know, if- they're doing the best job with keeping their citizens safe. Max is in Russia right now, and he told me that beets are only 19 cents for two pounds, fresh beets. Hmm. They have seven different types of honey. There's all this incredible stuff going on in Russia. And, like, have you seen those pictures of Putin in, like, the hazmat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meeting? He's not fucking around. Those are no. so badass. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah, no, a it's... a world dictator tip book for people. Yeah, you know, I'm actually surprised for a germaphobe like Trump he didn't just come right out of the gate in the full hazmat suit with the gas Yeah, he should, he should hazmat it up. Yeah. He really should. That'd be that hilarious. He never would because it would fuck his hair up. But I, I'm sorry. I was, watching, I was watching him talk in that, like, there was wind in the Rose Garden yesterday, and that flab of hair was, like, flying around. And I was like, this guy's a construct. He's not a natural human being. He was created for this, for this moment to... He was sent as a, as a, uh, to deliver, to ultimately deliver, um, revelation and, uh, and peace as the, as like the, the ultimate embodiment of just, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's what Steve Bannon and Roger Stone saw. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, Hey, let's team up and do this. Let's get this guy in there. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, well, justice, I don't, we don't want to keep you at, uh, Phil, how much time we got left. We got about two minutes, two minutes. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's all right. I mean, I actually have to go hiking Deer Valley now because the ski trails are closed. That sounds nice. Mm -hmm. And um, I wish I knew how to ski because I would ski down, but rather I have to walk down. You Um, could could just walk up a little ways and kind of like do your own like makeshift uh, bunny hill and just kind of like learn a little bit on your own. Definitely could. That's true. I I bet Rachel's dad wouldn't mind if I used his skis. Mm-hmm. But I would—I I don't know. Can you break people's skis? Or are they pretty solid? Pretty solid. They're pretty solid. And the only way you're breaking them is if you're okay. go—if you're, if you're zooming down the hill and you fall really, really violently. Mm-hmm. But if you were learning and going slow, then no, you wouldn't. You know, I don't even think I've—I've I've seen a lot of broken surfboards, but I don't think I've ever seen a broken ski. Yeah, I, I've had some nasty falls and never All broken. Right. You can kind of break like the well, holding that, that the boot is in. You can break the binding. Can I- yeah. mm-hmm. If I come back to LA, guys, in a few weeks, and I'm still clean on. On the old virus, would you guys want to hang out and have a little dinner party, or is that against the rules these days? I mean, like, I think it's like, yeah, kind of see where we're at in two weeks because I think there's ways to improvise, ways to make it happen. Like, can we do it in someone's backyard and the food's already made? And like, mm-hmm. 
we all kind of go you, one go at a time through, through an entrance and it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, again, it, it all just kind of depends on what people are up for. But what I'm definitely up for is like, go grab a coffee on Larchmont and take a walk. Mm-hmm. It, you Which, know, yeah. it, it's not that okay. I care about getting sick or care about getting you sick. It's like kind of coming back to what you were saying about people taking it seriously. It's like, we want to be, uh, I want to do my part. Now I'm starting to sound like Chris Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. An American, <laughs> but that's what I, no, I, I, I'm like, you want to kind of do your part. I want to do my part. But, but like, thing. that doesn't mean that I won't get, like, we can't go get, um, take out from the Larchmont wine shop and like, go take a walker. I mean, you like can that. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, or we could do a Zoom, a Zoom dinner thing. It's just, see, that's the tech thing. Even with me wanting to be following the rules, my, I just have this gut feeling to want to have a dinner party, and I need to have a tank in the middle of the street saying, no, mm-hmm. you can't have a dinner party. Yeah. You know? Well, you um, might get your tanks. So, all right, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pull it by ear. Sadly, though, dictator, dictatorship dictatorship in America would be worse than us having coronavirus. Right. That would be an absolute disaster. That, that would be like Kent State times worse. a zillion. Yeah, the militias would rise. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah. really bad. <laughs> oh, guys, I did want to tell you one other thing. I've noticed on social media, um, and I think you guys might want to have him on as a guest, but I've noticed um, our friend, thank you, Eric. The 112,000 followers on Instagram has been a major reposter and supporter. He has of been. Camp Good Boy podcast and Instagram. Have you guys noticed that? A shout out. I've noticed that. Yeah, shout, shout out. Thank you, X. Shout out. I was going to give him a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. These, yeah. Wow, that's great. I, mean, I don't, I don't keep, I don't, I'm not on Instagram enough, but that's awesome. So shout out. Thank yeah, you, X. I, I, I've noticed that. He is a supporter of the page. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's been really a massive supporter and he has a strong following with a big celebrity audience and everything. So I think pretty cool. And it just goes to show how good the content's been lately. Mm-hmm. I think it's been awesome. And also Amy um, has been another big oh, yeah. supporter. Yep. Oh, yeah. Also. No, she um, she's a, she's the Camp Good Boy sweetheart. Yeah. She's a... a- Adventures with Thames and McLean chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Anyway, um... Thanks for having me on. Thank you. And uh, quarantine podcast. They're kind of hard to hit the beats right when you're on the phone. You know, when you're in the person and you're like looking. We're getting at used you to. Know, it. We're getting I, used I, to. I, I got to say, I so. think not only do I think you did a great job, I actually really like the call in. I'm enjoying and, it. And I think that we might be doing more call ins in the future because it allows people to just kind of do pod from the uh, coming to the it's home. It's like the dating, and That's it kind of starts to sound like one of those like. Where you're just driving through like New Mexico at night and you tune in like a weird station. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not like, like aliens. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, I wanted to give the the listeners kind of a view. Right now, it's um, at least where I am. It is uh, two o five p.m. I'm still in bed. Haven't have I only got out to have some breakfast and just doing this podcast from from the bed has been amazing. Oh yeah. But well, we've enjoyed. Also, that's pretty yeah. standard, like classic radios. The people that call in, like mm-hmm. Howard Stern, they always they're always called the Whack Pack is always calling in. Yeah, that's class. That's just like classic radio. <laughs> yeah, it's been around forever. The call in. Yeah, we're gonna do yeah. more call ins. <laughs> so let's do this again in that a couple weeks. Amazing. Yeah. All right, we'll do it again. Thank, thank you, brothers. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, right. brother. Bye, that guys. is Justice Lob yeah. American. What's it, like Don Lemon American, and Chris Cuomo? Yeah. American. American. Justice Lob. American. Yep. All right, guys. All right. Bye.
uh, give some shout outs. Yeah. So thank you, X. Let's yeah, be shout out. There. Thank you, X. Thank I've been meaning out. to give him a fucking yeah. shout out. Thanks uh, for all the love. Hey, shout out MXMSTRH. Oh, and shout Henry out. Mortensen. Henry Mortensen, shout out. Man. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I don't know if he was in Watertown when this happened, but I was telling my neighbor. Two ice storms we went through. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going through those with no fucking internet, power, TV? That sucked. It was crazy. Oh, that was a yeah. nightmare. Watertown, New York. We had two ice storms mm-hmm. in the 90s. School closed for a week, no power. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, shout out. Hey, it's Melissa Ann. Hey, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Hey, shout out Peter Hillcraft. Shout out, big Hope shout out. Hope they're doing well in New York. Yep. Uh, hey, shout out Trevor Dot Ratley. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Streethawk66. Shout out, big Steven, shout out. Steven Shagot's yep. buddy. Uh, hey, shout out Citizens Arrest. Shout out. Good shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Connie M. Chiarelli. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out. Uh, oh, shit. I got to get it. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Um, underscore Jade underscore more underscore. Shout out. Shout out to you. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for supporting, thanks for supporting the page. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and shout out to. Um, Quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> and as this, well, as this national tragedy lingers on, just, I mean, yeah, miss me on those guys. I the know, they're fear Cuomo. Yeah, they're yeah. annoying. Oh, I, I mean, I hope Chris Cuomo's all right, but still. No, yeah, and, and obviously hope all the listeners are all right. Um, so stay strong, get a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Live your best life. Totally. <laughs> yeah, get that, uh, get that, break that train set out again. <laughs> Go through the phone, look at old look at old movies and old videos and yeah, old photos. You know, I did that yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I uh, I scrolled through my entire Instagram and it was really, I really, you really get to see uh, your sort of life as a as a story and sort of yeah. where it was and you kind of live. I and you see- also are just like, wow, my style sucked. And no, which makes well, me wonder if your style is, and our styles are ever good. Well, because they're always changing. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like, well, sometimes you look good and then yeah, it's like. No, it's it's pretty good. So yes, definitely strong recommender of strolling through social media. Yeah, it's fun to see your past. It's episode eighty three. Yeah, eighty three. All right, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right, stay safe out there. Bye.